welcome, welcome, welcome. This is my brother in the Lord. Darren, and welcome. This is my sister in the Lord. Hazel, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to share with you our journey with the Lord and how we came to know God and what God has done for us in coming to know him. We could say what God did for us, he can certainly do for you. I personally experienced God's love and grew closer to him, especially in times of adversities. That is where I saw God really orchestrated things on my behalf, working things out for my good. Darren, could you share with us how you came to know the Lord and what has been your journey coming to know him? Actually, sure, Hazel, I'll be happy to share. As a PK, a preacher's kid, my father was a deacon. I remember as a child growing up, I attended children's church and I heard the director singing this song, come into my heart, come into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in to stay, come in, I pray, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. And when I heard that song, it was a song us as children had to sing as well. And as I was singing, I meant every word of it. And that is when I asked the Lord to come into my heart. So, Darren, wow, that is amazing. How, I'm curious to know how old were you at the time? And would you say you have been following the Lord as hard as when you first met him until now? Well, actually... Um, Hazel, I went kind of went back into my old ways, but I had another encounter with God, and that's when I got really impacted by God. It was about four or five years later when I was in church service. I saw a church brother as he caught the Holy Spirit and he was running around the church. I found it was a bit funny. My friends and I were laughing because we didn't understand what was going on. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit took over the whole service, and a church sister took me up to the altar. I got convicted, and I guess she noticed that I felt a touch from God at that moment. I went up to the altar a second time and gave my heart to God. So that's how my journey began with God, and I knew I became saved. This scripture came to mind, Romans 10, 9 verses 10. It says, if we shall confess with our mouth with the Lord Jesus and shall believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the heart man believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So if we really believe in our heart the truth of God and confess with our mouth, we shall be saved. We cannot be passive about it. There will be a great outcome when we believe. 1 Timothy 2 verse 4 says, God desires all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of his truth. God's word didn't say some, you know. If God says some, you know, some of us would be in trouble. I thank God we have free access to him and we don't have to pay for salvation. It's free. It certainly is free. Salvation is free. And I thank God we don't have to, to pay for it. Thank you so much, Darren, for sharing I'm sure many will be happy to hear salvation is free. In some faith, they are taught works will get you to heaven. But I thank God it's not like that. Thank you so much, listeners. May God bless each and every one of you. 
I want you to know, whatever life you live, Jesus' blood is potent enough to wash away your sins, and you will start your journey with the Lord a clean slate. If you would join us on our next podcast, I would be happy to share my journey with you. So, Darren, is there any final words that you would like to share with the audience? Well, the only, my only words left is give your heart to the Lord and you won't regret it because it's amazing. And we all do have that hope in God. Yes, we do. We have hope in God. So join us on our next podcast. This is Darren. And here's all saying goodbye and have a wonderful day. Hello, friends. I am here to speak with you about the gift of salvation. You see, I was not always saved. Truth be told, I have done many things in life that I was not proud of. But thank God for God's grace. I've had many disappointments, rejected by people, misunderstood as a result of those bad choices that I had made in the past. One of those bad decisions almost cost me my life. I was struck with anxiety. And as a result of that, rejection and disappointment, I almost thought I was going to die. I was a frequent guest patient, whatever you call it, at almost every hospital in Pennsylvania. Before I became sick though, I would listen to Joyce Meyer daily devotions and sermons. One night as I reflected on my sick bed, on her sermons pertaining to the love of God and how God is waiting for us, whether we sin or not sin, he wants to save us. That love that he has for us, he wants to save us in our condition. And I remember saying to myself, I don't want to die with, without the gift of salvation. Because in those moments, I really thought that I was going to die. Hearing such a message about the, the love of Jesus Christ and the love of God, I wanted to experience what that love is. I wanted that healing power that Joyce Meyer was talking about. So I decided to accept the free gift of salvation. I realized in those moments that no matter what bad decisions that I had made, that there was room at the cross for me because God loves me and wanted to save me. I tell you my story because I know that you have all made, we have all made bad decisions in life. We have all missed the mark and has such 
We all need a savior, and that is Jesus Christ. Listen to what Romans 3.23 tells us. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This means that we have all sinned, but Jesus Christ came to save us from our sin. You see, because of that love that God had for us, he sent his one and only son to die on the cross for us. As the word said, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And we know God, we know that that everlasting life is with Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.8 tells us that it is by grace that we are saved. Through faith, it is a gift from God. And that no man should boast because we couldn't save ourselves. Praise God. There is room at the cross for you. Romans 5.8 tells us that God demonstrated his love for us by giving us his one and only son to die for you and I. And made us, we were justified through Jesus Christ. Therefore, we should be grateful for that love. We should be grateful and submit to that love. We should trust in God and surrender to Jesus Christ as Lord. There is room at the cross for you. No matter what you have done, there is room at the cross for you. No matter what you think that God does not want you because you've done such and such and such, there is room at the cross for you. See, my sin is not different from your sin, but there is room at the cross for you. Believe in Jesus Christ. There is room at the cross for you. Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confess in your heart, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of your life. There is room at the cross for you. Jesus is waiting for you to come to him. I speak to the rejected people. I speak to the downcasted person. I speak to the outcast. I speak to the community of the LBGT. I speak to the community of the prostitution. I speak to the community of the drug addiction. I speak to you all today. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Jesus is waiting to love on you. Submit to him. Submit to him today. Let him love you with that unconditional love. Forget about the world. Jesus wants to love you. 
there is room at the cross for you. Amen. Amen. Amen.